0: Alan Dershowitz says that even if Michael Cohen is telling the truth, there is no impeachable offense here. That's coming up. President Trump has a petition against the NFL. We'll tell you about that as well. The media is talking as though Trump has already been impeached. It's just a formality at this point because it's practically he's practically out of the White House. Now this could actually blow up in everybody's face here. The Democrats, you know, Pelosi. They said, "Are you thinking about impeachment?" No. We're not focused on impeachment right now. That's not on our mind. That's not on our agenda. Because she knows that the more impeachment are in the headlines, the more damage it does to Democrats. You know, all these months we thought that the media finally got the message that people are tired of talking about impeachment and Bob Mueller. But it turns out they just didn't have a story. But now Michael Cohen has given them this resurgence, you know. so. Do most Americans want President Trump impeached? You know, the ones who despise President Trump and consider him deplorable. You know, do they want the Democrats to take control of the House? Well, remember in 2016 when the polls were way off. All the polls had Hillary winning, some of them very heavily. Now, people say they can't stand President Trump. You know, they say They would never vote for him. You know why? Because they don't want to get kicked out of a restaurant. They don't want to get kicked out of a country club. They don't want to get disowned by their own relatives. And these stories have happened. Trump derangement syndrome. So people will tell you that they would never, ever vote for Trump. They get into the voting booths. And then suddenly everything changes. You know, do they hate getting a bigger bonus from work? Do they hate paying less in taxes? Do they hate resting easy knowing that North Korea is dismantling their nukes? You know, do they hate finally having a stronger, safer America for the first time since 2008? You know, do they hate the fact that MS13 gang members and Nazi war criminals are being deported after Obama literally harbored them and gave them shelter right in our backyard? No, I don't mean somewhere in the country. I mean, in our backyard, these people are all over the place. They live in our neighborhoods. See, here's where the Democrats have a problem. They're desperate to get Trump impeached. I mean, they just, on a personal level, they really despise President Trump. But it's not the best thing for them politically to take down the guy who has made America, literally made America great again. As he's, I know it sounds cliche, but how can you describe it any other way? You know, all right. The former head of ICE, get this, says that they spent 12 years trying to remove this Polish Nazi guard From the United States. Twelve years they tried all sorts of different strategies, try to get him deported back to Europe. And every country they tried refused to take him in until President Trump stepped in and got the job done. Here's the quote. We've been trying to remove him for at least a dozen years. I said a hundred times. This president cares. He knows this issue. He's taken it personally and he's pushing it. So thank goodness he's in the position to try to have an effect on border security and public safety because he's making a difference. So there you have it. You know, and what other president would ever get this personally involved to have this on his mind? You know, others would look at this as beneath them to worry about one specific deportation. Sure, he's a Nazi guard. Sure, he killed thousands of Jews. But, you know, presidents are busy. They've got other things to worry about. And trust me, that is exactly... Well, Obama, I don't even know if he cared. I don't even know if it interested him. But even if he did, he would never get this involved. But Trump took this personally. He said, there is a guy living in this country. He doesn't belong here. He was here illegally. And yet every other country refused to take him in. Well, who pressured Germany into taking him in? That was President Trump. Obama did nothing. Bush did nothing. Now, amazingly, 22 countries had refused before Trump came into office to take their illegals back. So we're sitting here trying to deport people to 22 of their original countries, and yet they say, no, we're not taking them back. Well, guess what? Trump got involved. He pressured them, and now it's only nine. It's down from 22 to nine. You know, where was Obama? And by the way, those nine, most of them have sanctions against them. All right. By the way, Trump's numbers have been extremely consistent, his approval numbers. And they're saying that, you know, people have made up their minds already. The haters, they don't like him. And that's probably not going to change no matter what he does. I told you, he could become the biggest liberal. He could suddenly decide he's in favor of all these social programs and he's in favor of all sorts of liberal causes. He could literally take on the entire Democrat platform and Pelosi and Schumer would figure out a way to to not like him anyway, and figure out a way to take him down because that's it's all it's it's about the person. It's not even about their policies and beliefs anymore. But interestingly, his numbers have remained very steady, and uh, he actually has high approval numbers uh, at the Hill, which is a very liberal uh, website. They actually have him relatively high approval numbers for them, 48 percent. Although that was taken before the whole Manafort Michael Cohn situation. Now Alan Dershowitz says that we are nowhere near an impeachable offense. He says that uh, impeachment was designed, quote, for major crimes, not minor derelictions, like the campaign finance violation that Michael Cohen has described, which was committed by most campaigns. Dershowitz says most campaigns have done this. Campaign finance is one of those very technical, complicated areas, so this is no big deal. Quote, every campaign has violated some technical election law. The law on impeachment, according to my research, It's fairly clear the president has not committed any impeachable offenses up until now. And Dershowitz adds, he says, there are two major hurdles that they're going to need to uh, overcome before impeaching President Trump. One is to show that it's a crime. And the second one is to actually prove that he did it. He says the only source that we have that Trump did anything wrong is Michael Cohn. He says Michael Cohn has no credibility himself. I mean, look what he's admitted to, you know, so uh, that even if even if they can prove that Trump did what Cohn says, it's still not a crime. But how are they even gonna do that? Now, interestingly, he explains, you know the issue here is if uh, a candidate benefits from a large chunk of money that is spent, uh, is that considered a campaign donation? And if it is, then there was a an ultra high campaign donation here that was not reported. So there was money that was spent that benefited President Trump, and that's considered a donation. The problem is Dershowitz says, A candidate can give his own as much as he wants of his own money. He can give his own money uh, to his campaign. It's only outside contributions. President Trump is saying that this was his own money. And, and Dershowitz adds, he says, and even if Trump said to Michael Cohen, here, you pay out of your own pocket, but I'm going to reimburse you, that's a loan. And that's also considered Trump's own money. So Dershowitz says there was no offense. There was no crime here in the first place. Again, the media is going haywire. Not that this has anything to do with, with, with Russia or collusion, but there is no crime here. You know, think about it. Let's say, uh, you know, even if it was given, even if this money, Money was given by an outside source, even if it was Cohn's own money, right? Let's say somebody wants to harm a candidate, right? Let's say somebody wants to uh, do physical harm to a candidate. And I find out about it and I spend $100,000 to get them to not harm the candidate. Is that a con- campaign contribution? He, he benefited, the candidate benefited. He wouldn't have been here now and you couldn't have voted for him uh, had this person done what they wanted to do to him. I intervened with money and I got them to stop. You know, it's absurd to call that a campaign contribution. So this whole thing is totally contrived. They just tacked it on, as I explained, to Michael Cohn's plea of guilty because they wanted to connect him to Trump because he's no good to the prosecutors. He has no value. They don't want to cut a deal with him unless he can somehow incriminate Trump. All right. Chuck Schumer says that they should postpone the Kavanaugh confirmation hearings until they get to the bottom of the whole Michael Cohn case. He says, (laughs) this is unbelievable. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, Chuck Schumer says, we don't know What's going on with this whole Michael Cohn thing? You know, this thing could incriminate Trump. And Brett Kavanaugh, he might be the person who decides whether Trump goes to jail or not. So we need to wait. We can't have the confirmation hearing. So basically, here we go again. Schumer looking for any excuse desperate. I mean, he is. they are so frightened by the prospect of the, the Supreme Court flipping to conservative for the next 30 years. And they're trying every desperate move they can. You know, maybe maybe we should just suspend Trump's presidency altogether and put Obama Obama back in the White House. I mean, Trump's practically kicked out, right? What does Kavanaugh have anything to do with the Michael Cohen situation? So Chuck Schumer is saying, well, now we see, which Schumer's been saying this for weeks, so this is just a lame excuse. Now we see that, you know, President Trump might really be charged with crimes. Brett Kavanaugh might be one of the people deciding. Okay, yeah, and therefore, well, Brett Kavanaugh is going to decide that the president has executive privilege. That's his track record. We know that's his belief in the past. All right, so Chuck Schumer basically, I don't agree with Brett Kavanaugh. Therefore, we should postpone his confirmation. I mean... Give me a break. And like like I said, Schumer's been saying this for weeks. You know, this just gave him kind of a new excuse to do it. All right. They say Trump is considering pardoning Manafort. I don't think this is a very good idea. I think Manafort is clearly guilty of these crimes. This jury spent a long time. And there were certain uh, charges that they didn't agree on. So you see that they, you know, seemed, you never know, but it seems that they were pretty honest about this, pretty straightforward about this process. And why is Trump considering pardoning Manafort? I actually don't think it's for his own sake, for Trump's sake. I think he actually feels bad for Manafort. Manafort worked with him. That's what they're saying. The people who spoke to Trump, that he actually sympathizes with Paul Manafort. I'm not sure why exactly you sympathize with the guy. But, you know, Trump knows him on a personal level. But, you know, I was thinking maybe Trump figures that Manafort still might cut a deal because he'd want to get his sentence reduced. He still has another trial coming up. So maybe uh, Trump is worried that Manafort would cooperate and rant on President Trump. Not that there's necessarily anything to rant on. But either way, it doesn't sound like that. I I think it's a bad idea. I hope it doesn't happen. Okay, Trump has a petition for ESPN, the sports cable channel, He says they should televise the National Anthem. It seems that they skip over the National Anthem. I guess I can't blame them until the National Anthem became the most exciting part for a lot of people who are into politics, right? Because, of course, you see who takes a knee and who doesn't. Until then, the National Anthem was probably a pretty tedious part of the show, so you can understand why they would cut to commercial. But Trump has a petition. He says, we want to see the National Anthem. This is important. And he basically is accusing ESPN of cutting away from it to try to save themselves because it'll be controversial to show it. And they want to avoid controversy, not to mention, you know, ESPN is a very liberal channel. That's been, you know, uh, there are stories about that all the time. So it's amazing between the NFL, you know, and the sports channels. I mean, Trump's attacks, you know, the last thing they need is to be attacked by the president because their ratings are already plunging. People are so this. Dis- dis- disheartened and so turned off by you know a lot of the disgraceful graceful behavior both by NFL players and by the owners and by the people running the NFL who are condoning their behavior and trying to protect these athletes who are disgracing the country disgracing the national anthem you know i i, I but it's a lot of fun bottom line all right 52% of children live in a home that is being helped by government assistance so 52% of children live in a home in a household that is on some sort of government assistance. That's frightening stuff. And if you take the total population in this country, adults and children, it's still 36 percent, 36 percent of the total population is living in a household that is on some form of government assistance. Now, what's government assistance? It includes any one of the following food stamps, Medicaid, public housing, supplemental security income, temporary assistance for needy families, the national school lunch program and a few other programs. So any of those programs are considered government assistance, but I don't care now. You say, all right, well, the National School Lunch Program, a lot of kids are on that who technically are not below the poverty level. Okay, so let's knock that out. When they knock that out, it's still 42% uh, or something like that or 45% uh, of children in this country are living in a home that is being helped by government assistance. That is way too high, okay? I understand that some people need it. And look, as I always say, if you're eligible, if you qualify Take advantage, you know, even if you disagree with it, as I do, because you think we're bankrupt in the the country and you think it's a terrible policy uh, to be supporting almost half the country with government programs. Take advantage and use it because it's out there. So why should you not? You'd have to be foolish not to. But Obama, he made everybody in this country impoverished. Why? To get the country addicted to government programs. And, uh, you know, and and it's destroying the country. I mean, it's bankrupting the country. $21 trillion in debt and counting. And I don't even hear Republicans discussing this anymore. Other than Rand Paul, you know, they've either given up or they decided that they enjoy spending too in government programs. All right, that's going to do it for today and for the week. I hope everybody has a wonderful Shabbos and we will see you next time.